0: Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Lethal Podcast. We are kicking off our Africa slash dangerous game series this week with Bridger Thomason. Uh, Bridger is basically the guy that you will bow hunt with if you want to go to the country of Mozambique. Uh, He was a great guest for us and brings a lot of knowledge to the table uh, when it comes to dangerous uh, game hunting with a bow. He's a very well, well versed in, in that area. Uh, but the story of Mozambique is just huge to say the least. They are the poster child of the African hunting model working exactly as it should. And the story of the conservation effort in that country is nothing short of incredible. So I'm going to post some links in the episode description to the Cabela family foundation, uh, an organization called 24 Lions and the anti-poaching unit that helps protect the land of Mozambique where uh, where Bridger gets to hunt. So I don't want to spoil too much for you, but if you want to start browsing these sites while you're listening, I think you'll really enjoy being able to see what's going on there. Um, as always, if you enjoy the content, we'd love if you could drop us a quick review on iTunes or wherever you may be listening. As well as on Facebook, uh, we have an Instagram too if you want to give us a follow there. Uh, Anyway, I've babbled on long enough. Here is Bridger Thomason with Zambezi Delta Safaris. Enjoy the episode. And hopefully not lose it this time. Okay. um, (laughs) So, uh, DSC, first outfitter we're sitting down with. It's pretty neat. Uh, um, Bridger, what's your last name, Bridger? Thomason. Thomason. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you are affiliated with an outfitter that's based out of Mozambique correct and really if you want to bow hunt in Mozambique it's you that is correct you're gonna be there so <laughs> no, I'm uh, the man yeah uh, so tell us uh, tell um, us about your uh, your outfit and because we okay. had a conversation yesterday and like the conservation story with with Mozambique and particularly the area that you're involved in is incredible so yeah. I want you to go at as in depth as you want on that, I know you 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 got hunts to <laughs> yeah. sell, so I know I'm not yeah, going to no, try to no, keep no here all day, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, t- tell us tell us about that, or, or and, and kind of how you got involved as well. Okay, yeah, well,
1: our area is basically uh, basically central Mozambique, and it's uh, Katad eleven, which is very well known and in, uh, mm-hmm. in the hunting community and a lot of conservation, anti poaching and yeah and uh, and stuff, but um but for me. Uh, a few years ago, I really got involved with uh, Mark, which is the owner of Zambezi Delta Safaris. Okay. And I went on a safari with him in 2011 mm-hmm. and uh, we just pretty much hit it off and started talking about the bow hunting stuff and he said, hey, maybe this could be something we could maybe get into mm-hmm. uh, later on. And um, so what I started doing is because is, I'm a retired police officer.
0: Oh, cool. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: I did that 25 years. And, yeah. And I, so in the summertime I would take off and I would go and and uh, kind of do like a appy program, and yeah. then I would hang out with the guides and learn the area, and yeah. and um, did that. And then in 2015, mm-hmm. I got my license, and then I would start doing some uh, part-time guiding, like groups, and, right? And, and truly start trying to get more involved in just knowing the area, uh, judging trophies, right? Um, you know, and just getting more of a hands-on of behind the scenes of oh, actually yeah. being a guide. Versus a client, because yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's a different, totally different, a different things. world, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, anyway, kind of started doing that, and then uh, I have I have a daughter also as well, and she mm-hmm. was in, in school, so I kind of had to wait until I got her sorted out with the whole school thing. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, you're on your and, own now, kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> get out here, and then um, <clears throat> dad's got to go play. So, anyway, guys, that's got that all sorted out, and then in 2018, I actually grabbed the bull by the horns and. We sat in and chatted about it, and said, "Hey, I think uh we got something going on here with this archery thing because the bow hunting is getting unbelievably more popular and popular and um <clears throat> and we have an area that's just unbelievable with yeah. game I yeah. mean it's yeah, it's, the way
0: you describe it it sounds like like the quintessential like african like like when you pan over like across it, and it's just like all sorts of game everywhere that's literally yes, that's literally what it sounds like it's."
1: It's literally just like a, I mean, a, it's like a paradise of game. Yeah. And, and, and so anyway, it's kind of like, well, looking for someone, someone who wants the ultimate bow hunting spot and stalk adventure, Yeah, totally free range, 500,000 acres, and, um, you know, just animals literally everywhere. Yeah. And you get lots and lots of opportunities. So he's like, hey, you think we got something going on here? And I said, I think so. So uh, he said, well, it's, it's your baby. You've got five hundred thousand acres to play with in Mozambique. <laughs> You're like I'm sorry, what? and I'm like, thank you, Lord. I'm the, <laughs> I'm, exactly. I'm the luckiest Texan on the planet. That's right. Um, you know, small-town American hunting guy hunting just, just chasing whitetails and and elk around and mule deer and stuff. And now I'm getting the opportunity to to pursue my dream of yeah. being a, an yeah. actual now a, a guide. Which yeah. um, kind of toot my own horn a little bit. I'm the only one in Mozambique from America. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm like, how lucky is that? Yeah. No and, kidding. Uh, so I hit the lottery big time on that deal and. And so I really started pushing it and then just trying to get the most exposure that I could.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And um, of the area and um, and then just coming to the shows and talking to people yeah. and, and talking to guys like y'all and Garrett mm-hmm. from Grizzly Sticks and, and on, on the equipment and just and just pushing it out there and trying to get something going. And it's yeah. actually taken it off really well. Yeah, that's awesome. And that, this will be my third year full-time doing it. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I'm pretty much busy the whole season. Yeah, yeah Perfect.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so it's cool. That's really neat. That's really neat. Um, so, what kind of dangerous game do you guys offer over there? Um, we have
1: Cape Buffalo, which is our our primary. Right. Um, in our area, Katana Eleven, we don't hunt elephants there, Okay. just because. Um, but you do have them.
0: We do have them. Oh, we got that's we cool. got we got lots of elephants. Where? Yeah, I'm, I need to brush up on my geography. Yeah, no worries. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, Mozambique is it's like northern central. It's South
1: Africa. Oh, okay, and then. You go uh would be north, north uh, east, and then where Madagascar yeah. is. Okay. and yep. you, if you come straight across from Madagascar into the into the Zambezi River, uh-huh. we're setting just nestled right in there by the Zambezi, south okay. of it, in gotcha. between Bara and uh, the Zambezi River, and that's and that's where we're at. There, our gotcha, concession. gotcha. It's- okay.
0: Well, yeah. There's, I think there's, help- yeah. There's well, obviously there's elephants there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So
1: so Cape Buffalo, um and with the lions, we just we just did a. uh a, Last year, we did a massive group um, alliance thing with uh, Ivan Carter and the Cabela's Family Foundation, Mm -hmm. and we actually restored lions back into Mozambique because they never really made a full recovery after the Civil War. Yeah. So, that Mm. was kind of one of the things that we was missing um, the most of, and uh, we had like one that we knew of that was running around. Right. And then we had a perfect opportunity, and we had people who were all hunters, of course, wanting to uh, finance this Operation that we've been wanting to do. How yeah. wild that hunters actually care. Yeah, about right. <laughs> <face>. I know. <laughs> yeah. And if it wasn't for hunters in our area, there would be no animals left because they were yeah. literally destroyed. Yeah, you know? yeah. exactly. Um, so we we had to build bomas and we had to find uh, animals or lions mm-hmm. in, in South Africa, different areas, and look at a you know make sure they're all genetically right. good and mm-hmm. you know not no diseases or anything because you know these things are coming into another country. Yeah. Um, so we brought them in. And we kept them in our bomas there in Mozambique, which is these like two acre enclosures, mm-hmm. just to get them habituated to the area. Yeah. And then uh, after two months, we started releasing them, mm. and uh, we started out with twenty four, and now we have just a tad over fifty. Oh wow! Wow. And that's been eight like eighteen months, and yeah. so wow. they're really they really doing fantastic. Wow! That's, Wonderful. That's great. Man, double in eight in yeah, eighteen
0: yeah, for months. Sure. Wow!
1: But you know they went from like a one star hotel, and now they're at a five star hotel. Yeah, no Yeah, yeah, now yeah. they're. Yeah. I mean, there's areas like. You can go out sometimes, and you can see the the lions, and uh, because they're like in little prides, and and you'll see an area where they will be, uh, within like maybe a hundred yards, you'll see like two dead warthogs, a dead sable, uh, a reed buck, yeah, a war uh, a hearted beast, because they don't they there's so many animals they don't have to really yeah do a lot of effort yeah, yeah. Dad, I'll yeah. Be fine. <laughs> they're like ah, let's eat this warthog here for a second you know oh, well look there's another one let's just grab it <laughs> yeah. so it's like a buffet there it's it's yeah. pretty it's it's actually unbelievable to be part of um an organization that's really really doing something for the animal animals i'm mean, not the animals the habitat yeah i mean it's a whole little ecosystem there that we have there yeah and it's it's well, doing fantastic. It
0: sounds like what you were describing yesterday. Uh, and we briefly chatted about it. It sounds like lions almost act like elk with their like with how their like herd mentality is. Mm. Like they'll have like there will be like an alpha like a herd, oh, yeah. like a bull yeah. yeah. or a main mm-hmm. alpha male, and, uh, and then there will uh, and then there will be you know younger males that they'll they'll allow to hang out if they understand their place and you know they've yep. got their harem mm-hmm. of of lionesses that'll hang out with them and then. Eventually, one of the, the younger, younger males yeah. will, will kick them out. them out, and they'll have to go find their own. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, it's it's really interesting. I I didn't think that like a cat like culture would be the same as uh yeah. as a, a elk. And, I, that was really
1: interesting. You know, we really thought too. We thought, well, they're probably going to spread, right. but they but they
0: really didn't spread at all. Yeah, they how just... how big is their home range? Because I know, like for cougars, like for mountain lions, mm-hmm. their home range is like. Hundreds of miles. Yeah. Uh, uh, do do lions, lions normally just th- hang out well, in the same place as long as there's they, food? They'll walk. I mean, a lion male them, they'll
1: actually cover a lot of country. Right. And they'll walk. But we really thought that some of them may move more like, but we think what area is because a lot of our uh, the areas around us, there's lots and lots of, of people, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're kind of like secluded to where we're at. You can you can pick uh, it up there. It don't uh, matter. Okay, <laughs> but where, where our area is, we're we're surrounded by people. Mm-hmm. We got a, uh, a town with a very large population. Um, and there's people that's living, and we so we thought, well, maybe they'll go through, maybe not. But they're not. So they're in. And why? Really? Why would they? Because yeah. I mean, they all have the, a, all the foods right there. Yeah, they, like don't, a, they don't need to. It's move. a garden of Eden. Yeah. So yeah. and they go one way to east, and they go one way to the west, and they're running the population as well. Yeah. so- mm. Um. So they're not, it's going to be kind of interesting. That once they start, really the numbers start pumping up. Yeah, I think it's going to go up and then it's going to plateau, and then it'll kind of sustain for a while. And then yeah, I think it'll drop. It'll just kind of because the males will come in and they'll eat the they'll eat the cubs of yeah. another lot of another male, yeah. and then so eventually it'll sustain. And then once we get to a level of what we're gonna believe would be a you know a nice sustainable population. Capacity, well then we'll start we'll start hunting some lion out yeah. yeah. there too. So the older ones. Yeah. You know, yeah. Well,
2: yeah. well and, and that's the same I mean with a lot of animals that have that uh, group like mentality. Bears too you yeah. I mean to maintain a healthy herd you want once a male gets out of its prime yeah, exactly. you want to take that one out. So you keep the herd healthy mm-hmm. and then you know it's the perfect sustainable model yeah that's,
1: that's that's you know that's what that's what we do that's our intention on, on all animals there yeah we want to find the oldest the best trophies mm-hmm. for our clients to come you know and leave the younger ones with the, the the healthier better genetics yep. Yep. whatever to spread along you know and that's that's what we try to you know try to tell people that hey we're not we're not like just indiscriminately just shooting whatever right um you know we're People come and spend a lot of money to come hunt with us, yep. and they want the oldest and the best that they can get. Mm-hmm. So that's what we do, and that's what we want to differentiate between a hunter and a poacher. A right. hunter is indiscriminate, and they don't care whether it's a baby, uh, a mom, a pregnant, you know, a whatever. Yeah, I mean, I've seen... A uh, Poacher, poacher, yeah. poacher yeah. yeah. A poacher, yeah. 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 What, what did I say? A hunter. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not a, hunter. Uh, a poacher. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, the poachers, you know, they'll come in and they'll set up a thousand Sunni snares in our area. Mm. I mean, we've seen wow. people where they'll have 45, 50, 60 of these little tiny Sunni that live in the forest and they've caught them all in one night using. using Suni snares, torches, and dogs, mm-hmm. and uh, because the uh, Sunni, you shine in, him in the eye with a flashlight, and he won't, uh, he won't move. They just stand just, there. You can just yeah. send. A, they send these little dogs in there to grab them and kill them. You know, huh. so
0: um, it, talk talk for a minute before before we start waiting into the arrow portion of it. Yeah, yeah. Talk about your anti poaching units because. Mm. I, and as much as you can disclose, I guess, because the yeah. stuff you were describing yesterday, I was like, this sounds like a freaking green berets thing going on over well, there. It's serious stuff.
1: Very fortunately enough, we was able to get. I mean, we have a, we have a, a lot of people like Dal Safaris, one of them as mm-hmm. well. That's that's they 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 send money to us to really pump up our anti poaching because. It's been a success. I mean, that's our big success story. If we wouldn't right. have a fantastic anti-poaching unit, well, then we wouldn't have the animals that we have today as well. Yeah. So we have to have hunters to be able to uh, finance that for us. Mm-hmm. And so we have 23 guys in our in our unit. Yeah, we've got motorbikes. I mean, we've got uh, a chopper that Dallas Safari Club sponsors for us. Man, uh, so we got Classic. eyes in the sky. You know, for that yeah. as well. And just the just that chopper flying around our area is a big deterrent in itself. Yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah, they hear that, and then. So we got, and our guys are in teams, and they, we, they'll we they go out for a, a patrol period mm-hmm. in, the, in the in the areas like on our border, because the people from on our border, they'll bring snares and uh, traps across, mm-hmm. and then they'll set them, and then they'll go back, mm. and then they'll come back again the next day or two days three days later, whatever, to try to, to, to find the animals that's in the snares. Right. And uh, so our guys, they hammer the borders like crazy, and then if we, say, uh, our guys up in the chopper and he sees a camp. Well then we have a, a rapid response unit on motorbikes and then they'll take the motorbikes in cuz typically within uh, a, f- a few hours on a motorbike they can be within anywhere in our in our concession yeah. pretty quickly and then they'll set up and they'll wait for those guys to come back and then they'll take them down and mm-hmm. and uh what I mean by take them down is they uh like handcuff them arrest them because right. uh, most of the people that we deal with there in our area they're they're not. They're not armed. They right. use spears and yeah. mm-hmm. to 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 uh, kill the animal once they catch it in the trap. Yeah, mm. <clears throat> because they want the they want the meat as fresh as possible. Right, mm. so they can smoke it and then they'll sell it. Hmm. Um, but so, I mean, wow. without American without you know, the hunters, that would not even have been yeah. possible. No, guess, not possible uh, at all.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean,
2: that's that's the big cycle that a lot of people don't see is without a value on the animals mm-hmm. from hunters, there is no anti poaching. There is no you know improving that ecosystem and and repopulating the different species without the hunters yeah that none of that happens yeah. and then exactly. it, it just all disappears
0: yeah and and without you know people like dsc that that yeah. understand mm-hmm. you know that this is this is the sustainable model for for africa mm-hmm. and you know this is what works um so uh back to dangerous game and and arrow setups uh uh you have uh i'm guessing have been involved with a couple (laughs) of uh of cape buffaloes true um uh and obviously you know we're here at the grizzly stick booth uh um they specialize in uh arrow setups for dangerous game Mm -hmm. heavy high front of center um in general i guess what has been your experience when you guide clients that have walked in with grizzly stick tackle
1: of course i'm a a I'm, I guess I'm kind of biased about Grizzly Six because I I do like them and I shoot them. Well, I mean, I mean, if the <laughs> and, guy if the guy that, hun- for, if the guy that hunts me. them professionally yeah. uses yeah. them, I mean, right. and I tell you what, from um, from my experience as well too, is when I started out shooting, I shot um, Eastern aluminum shafts, mm-hmm. and then I graduated into uh, I started shooting gold tips for a while, yeah. and then when I actually started going to Africa and and like okay, I need to uh, and I was going to shoot a Cape Buffalo, mm-hmm. yeah. and I started looking at arrow setups, yeah. I started talking to lots of people in you know, archery shops and all that, and, and I'm just like, man, you know, there's got to be, there's got to be something else out there. Right, right. And I was online, and I was searching for, like, you know, like full metal jackets, and people putting sand in arrows, yeah. and, oh. you know, and, <laughs> you know, uh, d- dowel rods, and all these different setups, and I'm like, wow, and then I came across the grizzly stick, uh-huh. and it was, it was wild because I've hunted forever, bow hunted since I was, uh, you know, small. Yep. And never, ever came across until I started really looking into the uh, going to shoot a Cape Buffalo. Right. And I was like, you I'm want to call these guys up and see what's up. So I called them, got a hold of Garrett, and I think our just a little simple, hey, you know, I'm going to go to Africa, shoot a Cape Buffalo. You know, I'm looking for some arrows. Looks like y'all got some good stuff. You know, can you tell me about it? And it ended up being about a two-hour conversation yeah, and yeah, really you know and about, exactly yeah you know, and it was like you know going to mozambique and the, kind of telling my whole, my whole my whole situation about you know my uh getting my uh, being a guide there and doing my my archery mm-hmm. my, my, my whole bow hunting thing i'm gonna set up there and and uh so anyway he said hey i'll send you a test pack check it out so anyway i checked it out and i was like man these these things are unbelievable you know i was totally surprised and um so then I got the broadhead. I had the broadheads a whole set up and everything. And then I called him. I oh, got some more. Mm-hmm. Well, then I went to then I went to Mozambican while I was there uh, in between uh, my guiding. Um, I actually did some hunting, too. So right. and I had a, had a few days to go shoot a Cape Buffalo. So me and one of my buddies who actually lives there. uh me and him just went out for a few days, and we started chasing Cape Buffalo around. Yeah, and uh,
0: so you do you do all spot and stock over there? Yeah, right? it's
1: yeah it's I, yeah. yeah it's all spot and stock. Woof, so that's awesome. We, <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> so and, and it, it it actually freaks a lot of people a lot because you see these big herds and they're like, "Well, I'm going to get killed." But it, uh, you know, it's it's actually it's like, not as it's not as crazy as it really sounds. I mean, uh, uh, but so we snuck up on these um buffalo, and there was two big bu- bulls, two nice bulls in there, and. And uh, it was 16 yards from these things. Oh, you know, (laughs) I mean, that sounds a little unsettling. (laughs) Yeah. It was pretty. It was cool. You know, and um, shoot, it was like, I don't know. It was like, it was just like work time. You know, I just drew back. I was, it was odd because I've got seven pins and I'm like, okay, all seven pins are on this (laughs) Buffalo. It was like, one of them's got to work. Second pin. Okay. Okay. Concentrate second pin, you know, boom, shoot. And I mean, Absolutely, it was a quarter and it was actually quarterway quarter away a little bit. It hit him behind the shoulder, and I was shooting the 950 setup with a mm-hmm. 315 grain single bevy, yeah. uh, bevel Ashby. And uh, I mean, just all the way through the Buffalo. That's awesome. And uh, he just kicked, he ran. And then I'm not kidding. I it's all on GoPro in like 30 seconds, you hear the death bellow. And yeah, I was yeah. just like, me and my buddy was like, Wah! you know, <laughs> geez, it was intense, you yeah. know, and, and we couldn't believe it. And we uh, were like, hey, Calm down because the there was probably like 40 buffalo in that herd. Yeah. And they're still kind of like figuring out what's going on. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. What happened to Frank? Yeah. He, why, why, is, why is he over there, <laughs> you know, dying? And what happened? You know, so we just chill about an hour, and then we just walk up there. And, man, there he was dead. He didn't go maybe 45 yards. Yeah. That's awesome. And, uh, I mean, it was a complete pass through. I mean, took out the aorta. I mean, he was just done nice. quick, quick. Nice. And then after that, I was just like, I was completely sold. You yeah. know, and I was like, okay, this – this is what I'm going to shoot because yeah. if this will do this to a cape buffalo, it's just imagine what it's going it to do. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So, um, so then after that, I've totally swapped over and uh, completely shoot the grizzly sticks yeah. setups now for yeah. everything for whitetail. because yeah. I still do whitetail hunting because I'm I'm, yeah. I'm fortunate enough to come back in November. Yeah, and it's okay. peak whitetail yeah, hunting that's in, uh, in Texas. So, back right you know, the so I get I get I get two months of uh, bow hunting here as well. So, yeah, I'm kind of, you know, uh, and then the show, so I'm, I'm kind of, that's all I do now. It's pretty unbelievable. Yeah. I'm guiding hunting, hunting, talking about hunting, and, you yeah, know, just spreading the word yeah, about yeah. doing yeah. what I love to do and my passion. So yeah. yeah, I'm definitely a very blessed, lucky, whatever yeah. you want to call that's, it. That's so.
0: awesome. Are you like Rob and shoot your dangerous game arrows at Whitetail? I have. Yeah. Yeah, I have, actually. Yeah,
1: I, I've, oh. I've I've shot a doe with one. It was, it was like, you know, it's just it one was, of those. Was it necessary? <laughs> no. No, but does it work? Yes, it's no. very yeah. effective. It works well. And lots well. of pigs. I've killed lots of pigs with that. Yeah. With, yeah. That, with that, uh, that 950 setup. And uh, geez, it's, it works very 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 well on them as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, so. yeah. well
2: that, that's for me. It, it's just a matter of less setup. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, it, it, the bow's set up for it. I shoot it year round. Yeah. I know the trajectory. I know... What it's doing, <laughs> yeah. and so it's just second nature then. Yeah, yeah exactly. Why, why mess it up? Mm-hmm. Just run it. If it yeah. works. It's
0: fine. Yeah, if it works, don't right. Pick, you know, so it fix it. So one of the big like arguments that that comes on the flip side of like why would you ever shoot anything that heavy is trajectory. Do with the clients that you guide and in your own personal hunting in in these spot and stock scenarios, do you ever have issues with with trajectory with these nine hundred fifty grain arrows? Like, I mean. I would assume, uh, you know, uh, God, if I'm getting inside of 40 yards of a cape buffalo, I'm starting to poop myself a little bit, probably. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, but, uh, but I mean, like, I I built some arrows that are a thousand grains, mm-hmm. and and like, uh, they're they're lobby, I guess you could say. I mean, yeah, you know they've got a they're, little they're, rainbow. Yeah, on they've them. got mm-hmm. a little a little bit, but at the same time, like. I can shoot out to sixty yards yeah. with them, like well, no
2: problem. And you're not running a super high draw weight. Yeah, you don't have a super long draw oh, length. Oh yes, yeah. So unfortunately, that's I mean, <laughs> but that's a very standard. Yeah, type I am. Of I, I, bow, am the, right? I am
0: the quintessential of like American Whitetail. Whereas bow, like specs. like me, my nine
2: fifty is still traveling at like two thirty 230, two thirty five. Yeah, and you know that does. I can shoot those things at ninety yards for right. practice. Right, like it doesn't bother me. Yeah. What
1: I've noticed too with the heavier setups as well you shoot a 330 grain, 350 grain yeah. lightning fast. Your your bow sounds like it's coming apart when you yeah. when, when you pull uh-huh. the trigger on that no release. Kidding, right? And when you stick a 950 on there, no noise. Everything gets it's solid feeling. Yeah. Like yeah, the it,
2: feeling of the shot gets solid, feels everything 30. feels
1: like fluid. Yeah, it's nice. Like, yeah. And I've noticed that as well with the reactions of animals, especially the small ones over. Cause we have a, a little re, twitchy we, we guys. have a little Pygmy antelope. we got four species that we hunt. Through, yeah. Blue doctor, red doctor, soony, and orbi. Okay, yeah. And the orbi, they live out in the open, and, uh, they're, and they're very, very – I mean, to me, to me, they're like, kind of like a whitetail. Right. I mean, everything – they're, like, always nervous all the time. Yeah. And uh, when you shoot a light, light setup like that, because typically your shots are going to be 30-plus, 30, plus, 30 mm-hmm. 60 yards in that area. Right. And they're fast. I mean, a, a lightning fast bow – they drop they, i mean they move and it seemed like that shooting that heavier setup um, like like was. I'm shooting a 650 now yeah. on yeah. there and I shot orby with it this year with one of those red line overkill mm-hmm. monster broadheads and uh, I mean didn't even it was like he didn't even move you know he was just like like yeah they,
0: they can't they can they won't move if they don't hear anything. yeah there was no yeah. And, and yeah. it was just well, it was quiet you and know honestly
2: and that we've kind of talked about this before but in my experience I I honestly feel that the tone of the sound has a big part to mm, it. Mm. When those light setups, the yeah. bow has almost like a snap. Yeah, to exactly. It, right, it's, yeah. it's got that crack. Yeah. Where when you start getting heavier, the bow starts getting more efficient. It becomes more of like a soft thud. Mm-hmm. And which one sounds more natural? Yeah. Right. A and thud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so it's like animals are looking for something that's out of place. Mm-hmm. And that crack. They're going yeah. something just happened. Yeah. Like.
1: Something's not right. Get out of yeah. town. Time to, yeah. book, time to book it. Yeah, and we got and we got so many animals too, and they're making so many noises, and there's a lot of stuff yeah. going around. Yeah, and that's it's it's real funny because bow hunters come and, and uh, they hunt with me, and we're I'm telling them about the problem that we have is we have too many animals sometimes. Mm. Yeah, you'll you'll try what, to. You'll, what a great problem. Yeah, exactly. That. Right, <laughs> you're you're trying to stalk a sable that's 150 yards away, and you've got to crawl, but now you've got. 50 reed bucks that's busted you yeah. <laughs> you've got 50 warthogs that's busted you you've got a hearted beast looking at you out here you got zebra to the right looking at you and then plus you usually have another sable or two standing, and it's like wow it's it's you know there it, people, it people, makes it people come and they're like looking at you and they go jeez how, how are we going to stalk these yeah. things? there's too many like, there's actually too many it's, animals too like, too many, eyes. it's a problem it's, it's a know? great question and I've, you know, and I've even i've even driven around and seen animals there and they're like you think we can stalk it i'm like Nope. No. <laughs> no. This is not the right one. Yeah, You know, you just... You, you, you drive around, you look around, you get out and you walk, and you're actually just trying to weed through to find that perfect uh, spot and stock yeah, situation. Yeah, something that's really, actually stockable. Know? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you'll, you'll get blown quick out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there's
0: so many. African game, uh, in comparison, especially to North... Well, in comparison to North American game, has their vitals shifted a lot further forward. Correct. Uh, and, and this... uh a lot of these, you know, uh, God, Americans are already scared to shoot where they actually should, mm-hmm. and and then when they get over to Africa, then when they like finally they're like, okay, like I'm gonna shoot maybe where I should on a whitetail, then they're a little. I mean, they will probably they're still, still back uh, of the vitals. Still, yeah, yeah. Well, that might still clip lungs, but, yeah, but they aren't they aren't getting you know those those big arteries on the front end. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do you have any like good experiences with with you know on like a quartering two shot or you know when uh, when a heavy arrow has has really uh, uh, worked successfully on proved its worth, yeah, yeah. Uh, on 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 game like that, maybe because, not necessarily dangerous game, yeah. but still like big game like god that there's so like everything in africa i feel like weighs a thousand pounds <laughs> <laughs> Ever, like, like it's just besides those dikers they're like they're yeah, like 15 like pounds, pounds yeah, can, yeah. yeah exactly yeah, kick them like a football <laughs> uh um but, but yeah but everything else is just like it's so much big like i just walking through i was like that kudu is gigantic right elands are freaking huge like everything is just so big but mm-hmm. yeah i i feel like these systems just work so much better on game like that where your shot like your shot presentation like you just got to take it. That's what I've learned. And, you know, as a, as a, as
1: a bow hunter, we're very opportunist. So yeah. anytime we can get, it may not be the biggest and the baddest of the animal, but mm-hmm. it's a good opportunity. Yeah. You know, we're going to take it. And I'm in a, and with these arrows and these broadheads, it gives you more opportunity because you can take a shot that you normally wouldn't take right. on yep. an animal. Maybe that kind of that little hard quarter and toward, you right. know, and with the shoulders in the way. Um, and uh, with, these, with these broadheads and uh, these arrows, they'll bust right through a, yeah. a shoulder blade on one of those animals. Yeah. Well, like a mechanical, I'm not going to, a lighter area, I'm not going to take that shot. Yeah. You know, I'm waiting for that perfect broadside shot yeah. or a quarter and away. Yeah. So that way I can try to get less, less bone, less meat, less yeah. fat to try to get that arrow in there to, right. to mm-hmm. take out what I'm trying to shoot. Yeah. And with these, you know, if it's broadside, you shoot. If it's quarter away, you shoot. If it's facing you, you shoot you know if it's almost facing away from you you shoot you know so you just it's it gives you uh, as a bow hunter it gives you more of an opportunity to stick that animal with a, with right. an arrow you right. know than other exactly. than trying to wait for that perfect that perfect shot because that Fine. perfect shot may not
0: yeah yeah it may not come may not may not come you a know or it does it, it's quick and it's, a it's gone a, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. a lot of the time the perfect shot doesn't happen
1: <laughs> yeah. or like yeah like you said yeah. it's a just
0: you're like, oh, oh, he was brought like, no, Oh, he's not. he
1: turned, yeah. 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 I well,
2: did not expect him to turn right then. It's well, <laughs>
0: something that you mentioned you've been able to hunt elk, and mule deer and stuff and that's how Garrett's uh, our western mm. guy. Yeah. And so he's he's kind of, you know, he runs into that situation a lot with elk, you know, they'll walk in the, when they're walking mm-hmm. in, a lot of times the only shot you'll have is a frontal yeah, or, or exactly. a hard quartering yeah. too. Yep. And yep. like if you don't have the the equipment to do it, mm-hmm. like you shouldn't take that shot, mm-hmm. but when you set up properly, and and especially you know on spot and stock situations with African game, if you've got the right equipment, like well, put, yeah. put it mean, ha-
2: having the right equipment and understanding, understanding the anatomy. anatomy of the animal, exactly, right? yeah, knowing that okay, it's this angle. If I put it here, yep, there's bone, there's big mm-hmm. bone here, there's big bone here, but there's a, there should be a pocket right yeah. there, yeah. like, and you're prepared if it does move, if it does hit something you're not planning on, but most angles. There is an opportunity there mm-hmm. if you're, you know, willing to try and put it in that pocket. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, that's where a lot of guys get skittish is they're going, man, like, I'm too close to this. I'm too close mm-hmm. to that. Like, yeah. there's too much risk. And, well, you you need a, a setup that'll handle it.
1: Yeah. yeah. And that's what I tell people, you know, like shooting, shooting this system here, it takes a little bit of that edge off. A little more, you know, as a bow hunter, you have... A little confidence. more confidence. Yeah, and that's, confidence that's, that's everything. Is, yeah. Yeah. Confidence. Yeah. confidence is all. all of I've it. seen people where they they completely fall apart. Um, they can you know zero targets. You know hit, yeah. Hit, hit, yeah. Hit. they can just like bullseye twelve ring out there at sixty yards every shot, and then you put a fifteen pound Sunni uh, in front of them, <laughs> and <laughs> it's like they fall apart. You yeah. Know? yeah. And so someone you know who if they have a little more confidence in what they're shooting, right, and it's kind of like well that's another element. Yep. of that, that that goes away, and then they're able to concentrate and make a, lot, uh, yeah. a better shot. Well, and that's yeah. the
2: big yeah. thing is the the more stuff that you're worried about that is floating around in the back of your head. Exactly. That means that you're not focusing on the shot. Yep. yep. You're, you're focusing on all those, those what-ifs. Tur- Joel Turner mm-hmm. would be so disappointed in us. <laughs> right? Or in those people, <laughs> in me. And it's like when, when you have confidence in yourself, have confidence in your gear, Now, now – Put put it where it needs to go. Yeah, you're Let not, it you're, not send it. you're not yeah. thinking <laughs> yeah. about no. all that stuff. You're just going. Yep, I need to put it right here. It's going to mm-hmm. do its job.
1: Yep, yep.
0: yeah. Well, that's yeah, cool. Exactly, uh, man. I, I'm 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 really excited to continue to learn about uh, everything that's been happening over there, in uh, particular particularly with the lion reintroduction. Yeah, um, is there? Uh, so if people are wanting to check out uh, your outfit and the conservation efforts, where should they go? Where should they look?
1: Look at Zambezi Delta Safaris. Okay. And uh, that's our website. That's all of our hunting there in Mozambique. Uh, we also have uh, an operation in South Africa we do called Game Hunters Africa. Yep. So we specialize in hunting different places in South Africa as well. We have an area in Botswana that's mm-hmm. very un- it's unbelievable for uh, Plains game hunting. Yeah. yeah, It's a huge area. I mean, it's 120,000 acres. Yeah. Um, Big kudu, you know all that gemsbok and yeah, the yeah. perfectly set up for bow hunting, especially for the guy who wants to experience a, a termite mound blind. You know, sitting in there <laughs> yeah. and have the have the different kudu and wildebeest and zebra and eland all that come to, to that to a water hole, mm-hmm. and then it's it's also in the desert, so you have bushman tractors and and it's just yep, uh, that's cool, and you can also spot and stalk there too as well. Um, so you kind of got a um, a couple different things you can do there. And we have a bird hunting operation called Bird Hunters Africa. Oh, cool! So nice. if you're a big a big bird hunter and yeah. you want to travel across in, in, uh, and and uh, and try some of your African species, well, yeah. then we we also cater that for us and <laughs> uh, for That's for sweet. you as well. Yeah. And then, um, and with the lions, uh, like the, the uh, Cabela's Family Foundation, mm-hmm. um, they uh, you can check those to check those guys out and look at them. They have the stuff in the lions too. And then the Twenty uh, Four Lions dot org okay. is actually where. Uh, it talks about our our line reintroduction program and, and kind of where it's at, yeah. and then of course they had, you know, Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff on their, yeah. th- on, on the twenty four lines. You keep up with it with it. We always we try to keep up to date with the postings of what's going on. Sure, with with the babies because that's what everybody's really into. Yeah. You know, yeah. the yeah. baby lines. And but that was, it's it freaked me out how fast those little things grow <laughs> because when I got there in June last year, first of June, and when I left in November, I mean they were like. There was a couple of them that were tiny, and by the yeah. time I left there were are like a German shepherd yeah, so, <laughs> yeah you know so that's, that's quick yeah um, and it, it, I mean, it helps when you get lots of lots to eat too as yeah well. I so how much they eat pretty yeah. well yeah, yeah. but right. yeah but pretty much you know that's that's how you get a hold of me yeah. and um, um, email me at bridger at hotmail.com and, uh, man, how long have you had that? <laughs> Just forever. <laughs> you must I mean, have. Two, I know, I, when, when I was looking at it one time, I gave it out, and he goes, how in the heck do you have Bridger at Hotmail? That's, that's impossible. <laughs> yeah. I said, man, I've had this Hotmail account forever. Yeah, I was yeah. the first. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, so, um, but yeah, pretty much, that's about it. And, and uh, so come by the booth. I'm here at, uh, here at 2252 at the Zambezi Delta Safari. And, Sweet. And we'll talk about some bow hunting and,
0: yeah. and
1: uh, get you set up and come to Mozambique for a Ultimate free range adventure and bow hunting. That's you know, right. Sure, Perfect. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Well, Bridger, it's appreciate been a pleasure. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Thank you all. Yeah. Be in touch. Yeah. Rob, Garrett, definitely. You're lucky all this hunting season too. Yeah. Thanks. Thank so. you. Yeah. Probably needed.
2: I miss a lot of stuff sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. keep practicing. That's oh, what yeah. I say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, cool. It's been cool. Thank Perfect. you. Thanks. Yeah.